much longer now am I away? Alright, hey, welcome to the monastery. Um, it's May 21st, 2011. Um, this episode is meant to be a little shorter. I don't know if we'll, we'll, we'll make sure it is. Um, I'm, I'm Nathan, brother Nathan, if you prefer, and, uh, Paul is joining me today. Brother Paul, As how's always. it going? Um, really, really good. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm kind of facing, like, a stretch of work coming up, though, so a little fatigued in advance, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I hear that. But I'll be earning money, and that's good, so, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this past week hasn't really stopped me from watching films, but apparently you haven't watched a lot. Yeah, um, I've been watching a lot of uh, TV, catching up on my community and Big Bang Theory. Um, a lot of stuff has started coming into my life, and I've been dealing with like real-life stuff, so I haven't well, really had time for movies. But, I, yeah, I mean, I apologize because it's kind of ridiculous to come on here and talk about movies, and it's like, hey, it's The Nathan Show again. Yeah, hey, I'm hoping everyone's okay with that. Um, have you, did you, what TV shows and episodes you want to give shout out to? Yo, that one guy is really funny in Big Bang. I have no idea. I don't watch that show. Will Wheaton was in it, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sheldon. Sheldon. Big Bang. I mean, he makes that show. Um, Laugh Tracks, it's... hey? In 2011. How do you feel what, about that? What's that? Laugh Tracks in 2011. Is that How a crime? I feel about... Is it a crime? Um, I don't think it's a crime, mm -hmm. but it's probably a misdemeanor that should stop. Yes. I'll That's what's kept me away from the show. I, I, everyone tells me, like, oh man, it's so funny. I'm just like, it's got a laugh track in it. And they're just like, yeah, I know, but like, it's still good. And I'm just no, like, honestly, you know what? it is pretty good. I would start with the first season and probably go on to the second. If mm -hmm. you don't like it, then you'll not like it. It gets worse. Oh, so you'll never like it if you don't like it right away. Well, it's not necessarily that. Like, we know each other somewhat well. We're both kind of, like, dorks. Yeah. So, a lot of the humor in the first stuff is, like, geeky stuff that, like, we would to we totally pick up on. Mm hmm The biggest problem I have with Big Bang Theory is that they've started doing this whole thing where it's, like, Sheldon will say something geeky, and then they'll explain why it's funny. Because, I mean the audience, you know, has to know. And oh. it makes sense to reach a wider audience. However, I think originally they were maybe planning for more of the geeky crowd that understood it right away, and that's funnier. But then they broke more mainstream, and they're like, hey, people aren't getting all these Battlestar references, yo. And they're just like, okay, we'll explain it. Like, that yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah, and, like, they do it in weird ways. Um, A lot of times his, like, main his roommate, Leonard, in the show, usually, like, describes why it's funny or whatever, or they've started adding female characters that, hey, guess what, females can't be geeky sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, normal girls or whatever can't be geeky. So, I mean, we have to explain why it's funny or why you're being burned and stuff like that, and that's not funny. Oh, okay. So it's one of those things where you laugh, and then they, like, do that, and then you're just like, really? <laughs> so. You just stole my... Yeah, okay, that's... Yeah, All that's... right. I continue to be relatively disinterested, but, I, you know, people like it. I'm not going to be upset about that. That's fine. That's and, cool. I mean, community and stuff. I've been meaning to get to Game of Thrones, but I've, since I'm, like, five episodes, maybe? Five? Six? Uh, this now? is the fourth one. Just happened. The fourth one just happened? Okay. So, yeah, since I'm, like, four episodes behind, I'm going to dedicate a day 
to watch all of them in a row, because I'm actually going to start Justified as well. Wait, I'm trying to think. It was either the fourth or the fifth one. It was all I know is this latest I one. I have four of them on my computer right now, ready. Okay. Well, and the fifth I one's really good. Um, like, my favorite episodes probably are episodes two and five so far. Two and five? Okay. And They're one is awesome. a lot of build-up, right? Like, one is a lot of setup, which you need. Uh, three and four were kind of more just kind of plot progression. Like, there was nothing, mo- no big events to kind of hang them on. It was just kind of, things keep happening, but they're kind of more like setup stuff again, which was, you need that for the big payoffs in episodes like number five to mean anything. So yeah. I respect it, but they're not like a big party, really. They're not fun as, as much. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to start Justified, so I'm pretty excited about that. I want to start The Wire really badly, but I'm getting drowned in TV shows, and I need to start watching movies again. People keep saying The Wire is amazing. I, I don't know. I like, know, cops are cool. Like, the reason I want to watch it is because I want to see, like, the characters, because apparently there's really good characters and really good, like, development and stuff in that show. Mm-hmm. And that stuff really intrigues me. It's one of my favorite parts of, like, cinematography, like, the whole building of a character and doing all that stuff. That's why I like the long TV shows. Yeah. But at the same time, I like stuff like Community, where they're all just kind of, like, the same the whole way through, and it's just kind of funny. But, yeah, so Justified and The Wire eventually, but I really got to catch up on Game of Thrones so we can talk about that a little bit more. Hmm. I saw one episode of Justified, like, the first one, and I didn't dislike what I saw. I just don't know if I'm on board for, like, a whole bunch of that. Right, but from what I hear, a lot of it is a lot of build-up to all yeah. this stuff. So, I mean, I'm totally cool with that, too. Okay. Like, Walter Goggins, I think, is the guy, and Timothy Oliphant. Oh, man, I love Tim. Dudes. Yeah, Tim. so, he, he's great. Like, that Crazies movie, which I talked about already, it's pretty good. I like yeah. it. I'm glad I own it. Yeah, um, definitely. Is that it, really, then? TV? Is that, that is really it. I was supposed to go see Bridesmaids, um person i was going to go see it with kind of bailed on me and life got in the way anyways um i was wondering how that was but uh, maybe you'll talk about it it'll happen i i did see it um i guess all right prepare for a monologue of sorts i'm going to try to keep it brief on stuff i don't care about feel free in there too yeah feel free to be like what what are you talking about the movie's a classic you suck your opinion is terrible and i'll be like no it's not that that good you've been watching we're probably gonna argue about some of them because i I know i'm looking at one you didn't I'm looking at one right now, and I'm just like, nah, but whatever. Um, I'm going to kick it off with, like, the most mediocre thing ever, though. Uh, it's a movie called Armored. Okay, <laughs> yeah, this is one I remember I wanted to see after seeing Assault on Precinct 13, because they have the same cover. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. looking at my Get Clue page right now, and I don't know whether to click like it, dislike it, or just something else, because it, it's, like, literally just middle of the road, you know? It doesn't do anything super good or terribly it's just kind of there well the thing i find funny about that movie is it has people like skeet ulrich and matt dillon Mm -hmm. but then it has like lawrence fishburne and gene reno like so yeah like i don't don't know i don't i don't know how i feel about matt dillon either like i didn't dislike him in this movie he's kind of the villainy kind of guy in general i'll say i don't like matt dillon that much that's why he's on the lower half that's why i compared him with skeet ulrich right yeah uh I don't, I don't know. It's a movie. There's armored cars in it. There's some thievery. It's basically just like a greed ruins everything kind of fable. Um, yeah, I don't so know. So basically, Fast Five. No, more like uh, what was that movie I saw? 
uh, the underneath and crisscross. Like it's also about armored cars. Like it's it's that kind of uh, B movie kind of stuff, but just more modern. And I don't know. Like if it's on and you have nothing to do, I guess you could watch it. Is this worth a two dollar buy? No. Okay, so I will not watch it because I have a lot of other stuff to watch. <laughs> okay, like it's not, yeah, it's not very good. Like I wouldn't say anyone needs to go out of their way to see it for any reason. It's just like if you stumble in a room and it's on, you could leave it on, you know. Okay, don't, please tell you me don't this need to hit stop. Rental. It was a free rental for sure. Um, the only reason I watched it is because we had a Blu-ray trailer uh, and it was just playing all the time and it just looked okay, you know. Like you look over and you're just like. I don't know, there's armored cars, and I, I know who that guy is, and that guy, and this guy, so maybe, but I don't know. It's the director of Predators, which I found kind of amusing. Um, He's a sure-handed enough guy, but yeah, I don't know, nothing special. Um, yeah, Also nothing special, as well. also nothing special is uh The Exorcist. Oh, okay. It's not a very good movie. No, um, whoa, you have to back that up. So, moving on. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Uh, this movie was like stupid huge success. You know, my parents were talking about like how they were going to the theater to see Aristocats because they're cool like that. Um, and the theater was just full of people waiting to see The Exorcist. This back in the seventies, I checked the box office stats, made like five hundred plus million dollars, and that's nineteen seventy three dollars. So that's like stupid amount of money. Yep. Um, I don't know what people are talking about because whatever. Okay, know. what did you dislike about this? Remember, this came out like 40 years ago. Yeah, so it's aged badly, I think is what it is, because it's apparently like the most shocking thing ever, and I was just like, oh, okay, so she's like possessed. Anyway, wh okay, what else happened? I don't think it's aged badly, I think that maybe we've been desensitized, desensitized? by the stuff we have out now. Because like, a little kid, oh man, she, she said cock. Dude! But I mean, Dude! That's, not, that's not the shocking part, it's the whole like, having this thing in your house, like, it's not the fact that... But there's no she... build-up, is my problem. Like, like this is coming off, like, of watching Paranormal Activity, like, three weeks ago or whatever. That movie slowly builds up that, oh man, there's a problem. It's getting serious. Whereas this is like, what's this? A Ouija board? Oh yeah, me and Captain Howdy talk sometimes. Oh, okay. Two minutes later, oh, I'm possessed by the devil. That's just like... Right, because the build-up oh. happens after she's been possessed by the devil. It's not the build-up to the actual thing happening, it's what happens in between. Like, how do you solve this problem? Exactly, or... because how is that not terrifying that your kid is possessed by the devil? It's not the thing she's doing, and it's not any of that. It's just like, there's a huge problem here. How can I fix it? Everything she tries is a failure. And then all I of a guess... sudden, this guy's like, hey, guess what? I could probably do something. Yeah, but you also don't get enough Max von Sydow for my money, you know? I completely agree with you on that. Because, like, I thought, like, the movie opens with him, and I was like, that looks like Max von Sydow, but he looks old, and this was like 38 years ago, so that can't be him. I'm going to wait for him to show up later. He's the main priest, right? And then it's like, oh, no, no, dude, that was him in like old man makeup. He comes back in like an hour and a half, so just kind of sit tight. And I was like, oh, well, okay. And then I was just kind of impatiently waiting for him to come back. And then he comes back, and you're like, all right, and then guess what? Okay, spoilers for 38-year-old movie. Um, he dies. I guess, you know, the guess what kind of implied that. So, sorry. But, like, how did you not feel something at that part? Like I if, didn't. I just... Okay, I, but you have to admit that, like, the whole build-up is to see what happens, and then all of a sudden the devil just, like, jumps into him, he goes crazy and jumps out the window. 
Yeah, he that's does a, do that. That's a pretty big, like... You know, I think a lot of it might have been deflated from seeing, like, Poltergeist and stuff, like, many times earlier. Because it's the same kind of dilemma of, like, oh no, little kid captured by supernatural stuff. We gotta do something and get specialists in here. And it's just like, yeah, but it also has, like, whiz-bang, flashy business going on that I really like. And, like, a family I really like. As opposed to a kid you don't get to know and, like, a single mom who's kind of whatever. Like, no, no offense to Ellen Burstyn, but... I don't know. I just didn't really care. Okay. I mean, yeah. That's totally your opinion and even though it's wrong, I guess I Well, support like it. I guess I'm wrong cuz like so many people love this movie, but watch it again? I guess that's the thing. Like all I you extra fans seen it, like every year at All right. I'm just, you know, making a general challenge like, "Hey, just go watch it again. Do you still like it?" Me? Ask yourself that. No, just everybody. Oh, just y- you do. Yeah. I don't know why cuz I mean, it's kind of a dusty old whatever. Like, French Connection, that's a good movie. I'm not trash-talking Friedkin. That guy's got some business, but I don't know. I think also working on my side is, like, the strong sense of, like, nostalgia. A horror movie you watch as a kid that actually kind of scared you. Oh, okay. Because you, like... That, that'll let's, that'll Let's be completely honest, you have no connection to this movie at all. Oh, no, it's more just that movie you've heard about your entire life. And I'm kind of from, like, a religious background of friends and stuff, and they're just like, oh, man, this movie's messed up. It's, like, evil. And I was like, okay, well, I have to see this now because you've made it the forbidden thing, so I'm going to go seek this out. And then it's just like, wow, what are you guys complaining about? Like, yeah, there's the bit with the crucifix, and that's distasteful, but whatever. I mean, that movie's trying to be evil, like, with the devil and whatever, and it does that. I wasn't that surprised. I don't know. Yeah, the uh, best part me. in that movie is the priests, like, working on her. The end bit, where it's, like, all cold in the room and stuff. Again, like, just reminding me of the final poltergeist business with, like, the slime and the the port, like, the door with, like, the big rope and everything. You remember that bit? I do. And see, this is where we're probably going to disagree, because as you obviously, like, like poltergeist better. Oh, yeah. I don't. I like this way better. And this probably Yo, this has, like, has something to do it. with, like, the nostalgia thing. That house implodes at the end. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm just going to write implosion on this pad of paper for no reason. Okay. Well, Priest gets possessed by devil and jumps out a window killing himself. How many points is that worth? Because implosion is plus 10. Plus 11. Oh, man. All right. Well, <laughs> agree to disagree. Um, Old horror movies are old. Yeah, so. but you know what? I completely like respect your opinion because, like I said, I have something connected to this film, and you're seeing it as like, I I would say you have a probably a pretty unbiased eye when it comes to films because you like a lot of weird things. So, like, I can see where you're coming from. I completely disagree, though. Okay, like, I guess uh, it it rolls better into the thing because, like, okay, let's just keep the Satan kind of thing going on. Okay. Um. That's that's terrible, but uh, the Omen. I watched that too, like the, the next original day. Original or remake? The the original, the Gregory okay, Peck one. Okay, the better one. Go on. Yeah, and I'm like between the two. Like, if which satanic '70s thriller do you prefer? I'm probably gonna go with the Omen. Um, I just you know got what? more out of it. I might agree on that one. Okay. Maybe because, um, oh my God, Damien in that is just pure, like terrifying. Uh, they don't do a lot with him but like they play off of like oh he's just a cute little kid how can he be evil and you're just like no that kid's evil he's the antichrist this is really bad and you're just kind of like okay and the end bit with the smile is pretty good like it's pretty good ending it's really good and you know Gregory Peck is like a really good actor so yeah 
I guess the creepiest part for me was when they're, like, kind of just digging in that graveyard, and then they find the baby skeleton first, which is... Baby skeletons, that's not something you see. That's not good. Yeah. That shouldn't happen. Uh, and then they're surrounded by dogs, and I was just yeah, like... Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Like, it kind of reminded me of, like, Italian horror-type stuff. Like, uh... Not Argento, but there's this other guy... The Beyond, I think the movie's called? The Beyond. Um, it's it's a weird... Oh, I can't remember. I shouldn't I shouldn't like reference things if I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh it whatever, let's just generalize it. Kinda remind me of Italian horror stuff with that stuff. Um good stuff. There's some good stuff in there. Between the two movies, I'm gonna more so endorse that one. Although, like I think the ending was kind of tainted for me a bit. Like I knew something bad happened. Um so I kind of could put the pieces together from there. Uh, some of the more, like, iconic scenes were already, like, I saw a trailer for the new one, and it's just like, oh, yeah, no, the babysitter scene is just in it. And you're just like, okay, well, yeah. I know what's going to happen. Uh, the one that I think is just great for me personally, because I don't know if you know, but I like the Final Destination movies. I do, too. Quite a bit. And there's a scene in this movie that was literally like, okay, whoever created the Final Destination series loved this movie and was just like, we need to do this more. Like, there's the bit where, like, a dude gets out of his truck, Oh no, the parking brake isn't on good. Yeah. And then it starts rolling down this hill, and you're just like, this is literally, this could be a Final Destination scene. And then, like, glass slides off and cuts off David Warner's head, and you're just like, that was, that is the point of inspiration for this franchise, probably. Definitely. Yeah. I, oh, I was really psyched yeah. to see that. Um, but yeah. Moving to more, any final Omen thoughts, I guess? I'll get, let you, Richard Donner or something, if you want Uh, no, I think we pretty much covered it. Okay, moving to more contemporary horror stuff. I also watched The Hills Have Eyes. Okay, the remake, obviously. When yeah. It's contemporary. Yeah. So um, that's totally a rape film about rape. No, see, because I thought it was. Okay, that sounds terrible. Um. Yeah, that's why I went in. I was really disappointed there wasn't more rape. No, it was more like uh, you know, I've seen Irreversible. Uh, I've seen Straw Dogs and stuff. Like I've seen some pretty. Okay, gnarly. but those are like movies actually about rape. I know. Whereas yeah. this movie, I guess, like, I was, like, I was told, like, dude, there's this really, there's some messed up scenes in here. It's really, really messed up. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I watched it, and it was just like, oh, wow, that was, like, literally the tamest rape scene I've ever seen. Not that, you know, that's fine. Have you seen I should I Spit want... on Your Grave, the original? No, I don't want to. That sounds okay. terrible. Yeah, that's, that's, there's a pretty bad rape scene. I don't, yeah, I'm not, like, seeking out messed up scenes or whatever, like. Really? Because it sounds like you are. You know, you're, yeah, with this movie, I guess I was, because, again, it's, like, the thing where people tell you, like, oh, man, it's so messed up, like, I couldn't handle it, and you're just like, oh, okay, well, let's see if this messes with me. The one movie that I was basically challenged on that kind of thing and actually was messed up by was Martyrs. That movie's just sunk its claws deep, and I just don't. That's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, I just don't know. I've literally scrolled over to that and, like, been wanting to push A to, like, play it Yeah. so many times, but then I'm like, no, I can't do it right now. I just can't. Uh, Yeah, like, it's, while I was watching it, it was like, oh, whatever, this is just a well-paced kind of messed up horror film or whatever, but then, like, it just keeps sliding down into this deep pit of despair, and I was, at the end of it, I was just like, huh, okay, and then I walked away from it, and then, like, maybe four or five days later, it just was still there, just in the back of my mind, just like, man, that movie, what, like, it was well made, but what were they doing? Like, it's just, you'd have to see it, I guess, to, for me to convey just how messed up it goes, but and it's just you weird. you you're, like, cutting yourself to feel pain again. 
yeah, like, once you get to that point, you're just like, man, that movie was, I don't know if it's good, but it was effective, I guess. Uh, Hills of Eyes, on the other hand, just kind of forgettable thing. Some, some cool stuff, like, isolation in the desert is kind of a scary thing. But again, like, the Wes Craven original probably did that. I didn't see it. Um, though he fully endorses the, this movie. He produced it and everything. He has a commentary track, which I didn't look into. Um, yeah, the original is a lot better. Okay. Does it have, like, the same kind of rush at the end, though? Because I really like that. Like, when it's kind of almost like an enough is enough kind of moment, and dude just goes off and starts messing up mutants, and it was awesome. I'm trying to remember. Like, the last half hour of that movie, I really like, like, quite a bit. Like, it was just, like, a good kind of revenge thing. It was, like, I I don't want to, I can't say for sure, but the character in question, I think it was Aaron Stanford or whatever, he has glasses. It is, yeah. And there's, like, close-up stuff of his glasses are now shattered and stuff, and I was just like, is this, like, recalling straw dogs on purpose? Like, is that what they're trying to do? Because, like, almost the same thing. Like, dude, just like, no, I'm done. And he just has a shotgun and he's just flipping out. And I was like, yeah, yeah okay. No, that part is really good. It's... Like, it's I time for this now, because this movie has gone good. on enough. It's... What's the word I'm looking for here? It's, um... Like visceral or something? Not like, visceral. It's, uh... Like, you've been waiting the whole time for it. Then it's satisfying. That's probably yeah. a good word for it. There's, it's like, really just kind of pent-up, like, annoyance with everything bad that's happened so far, because it just doesn't really seem fair. And then it's just like, no, this is happening. And it was pretty great. It's the great release for the build-up you've been feeling the whole time of hatred. Right. And there's kind of a screw you horror movie ending at the end, but not, you know, not more so than you would expect. Like, guess what? They're still trapped in the desert, and maybe there's more mutants. I don't know. This probably won't end well half an hour past this point, but we're just going to let you go here. <laughs> so and then they released the second one. I haven't seen it. I like that teaser trailer, though. I will say that. I totally own it, and I, ha- ha- I haven't seen it. I okay. kind of don't care. I think we're lingering too much on each movie. I apologize. Uh, we should. I'm going to pick up this pace a bit, if that's okay. Um, I did see Bridesmaids. I want to know about that. Is it worth seeing? Um, yeah. Uh, do, do you Is like Kristen Wiig? Percent worth seeing on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, it's actually really high up on there. Which is, yeah, but like, I, do you think it's worth it? Because I found that really high. Uh, keep in mind, like that's basically just saying percentage of people that said, yeah, it's all right. You know, like, the real test is the rating, which is at, like, 7.5, 7.4 or something, and that's about right. It's, like, a 3 out of 4, you know. Keep in mind that I love Kristen Wiig a lot. Yeah, if you love Kristen Wiig, you need to see this movie. Like, it's it plays off of her talents extremely well. Um, The supporting cast is pretty good. There's, like, I don't know his name, but there's, like, this British guy who plays kind of her true love interest, and he's really funny. Like, he starts off just this really awkward guy. And then, like, he just becomes just this sweet dude, and he's got some funny lines, and I don't know. I don't know who he is, but he's good. And John Hamm's in it, and he's, like, the biggest douche in the world in that movie, and that's funny to see, too. He's the that worst. That is kind of amazing sounding. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, good. Female quite like it. Kind of. Like, they almost consciously go in that direction a couple times. Like, there's literally a bit where they're like, we're going to Vegas, and I was like, oh, man, this is maybe getting a little too hangover but then they kind of veer away from that, and it's pretty entertaining how they do that as well. Um, no, it's good. It's a it's a pretty good comedy. Um, I'm trying to think if I had any real problems with it. There's kind of like a lazy nature to the structure of it. Like, it's very much Apatow style, like, improvised, and you can tell, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, that's one of the things I like about Kristen Wiig is her, what's, the reaction stuff she does is really strong. Yeah. 
So, no, there's some good, like, it definitely plays off of, like, the cast skill, ske- skill set pretty well. Because, I mean, like, Ma- Maya Rudolph, too. I was like, going to say, how's SNL Maya Rudolph? Because I don't really like her. I didn't, I don't really like her that much either. She's okay. Like, because of that SNL history, they kind of have good chemistry together because I'm pretty sure they're quite good friends. So, right. it's got, it works as kind of that dynamic. Um, she's not, spe- like, there's a couple weird scenes where she's just, like, kind of be all, trying to talk all street or something for some reason, and I was just like, stop doing that, just don't do oh, that. Oh, so it's but, embarrassing, not really funny. Yeah, there were some jokes that didn't really play with me, and some of them were from her, but whatever. Rose Byrne does a t- really great, just the worst person ever. Like, she's just so bitchy and annoying, and that's perfect for the character she's playing, so she's a good antagonist. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's good. This good. seems like a movie to take a lady friend out to, where you can um, actually both have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's, so. There's very few of those lately. Like good ones, yeah. The I think the tagline for this is "Chick flicks don't have to suck" or something. Which sure, I guess so. It's an app description. Right um. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I watched Showgirls. Um, oh my god, why? The Paul Verhoeven movie. Yeah. yeah. Why does anyone watch Showgirls, Paul? Why, why, I, why, why would anyone watch well, it? Well, I'll tell you why I did. Because okay. in 1995, like, okay, 97, it came out in 95. Mm-hmm. I was, like, hitting puberty. Mm-hmm. And the cover made me want to see it. Oh, okay. Straight up. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I guess similarly, like, you know, boobs are okay. And I heard there were some in here. But that sounds terrible. So you're just saying you're a late bloomer, then? No. Well, maybe. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just also, it's just, like, an interesting, weird anomaly in, like, NC-17 film stuff. Because, like, it was widely distributed. They tried to make this a thing. And they kept it super trashy in NC-17. And it's just the most bizarre movie ever. And isn't kind it of kind of, like, really terrible? Like, Elizabeth Berkley, I think is her name. She's terrible. Like, she, she reacts to things in the most unbelievable over-the-top way ever there's a scene maybe 10 minutes in where she like angrily pours ketchup on her french fries while like shouting and it's hilarious because it's just like nope that's not how people say things or do things yeah i can't take her seriously ever since saved by the bell no yeah i'm so excited Mm -hmm. i'm so Uh, scared i don't remember what are you talking about she's jesse's taking speed and then what movie are you talking about no saved by the bell what is that you you did not just say that. What 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 is Saved by the Bell? What are you talking about? Is it like a Simpsons reference? No, Saved by the Bell, the sh- TV show. I don't. I didn't watch that. I don't. I don't know. You're serious. When was this on? I've I don't. I literally don't know. Like it sounds vaguely familiar. Never watched it in my life. Dude, did you have a childhood? Yeah, but I was watching like Charlie Brown. Why? I love Charlie Brown. This has had a profound impact on my okay, life. I have that's a Charlie totally Brown shirt. Fair, but Dustin Diamond. Screech? Nothing? No. What? Oh what my god. About? No. To- yeah, different different backgrounds, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Showgirls, terrible movie. Go on. Well, okay. Yeah. Terrible movie, but kind of amazing. Like, in a way. And also, Maybe okay. in, like, a study of how a movie can, like, well, deconstruct or, itself. Or the possibilities of just, like basically mainstream softcore stuff because like it's almost there you know like it's just like what is this movie doing other than just being as trashy as possible thing is though like 
the comparisons a couple critics made months ago when Black Swan came out in terms of like that plot line. No, there's definitely, definitely similarities, and it was so weird to see that. Like it was like I I made I suggested this yesterday to my friend Ryan, and he was just like, "Oh, you're just trash talking Black Swan." I was like, "No, I'm just saying it's really weird to see a movie that came out like 15, 16 years ago that has similar kind of like." motives of like dancers fighting to get the big role and everything like it's got the same kind of stuff going on which was just kind of weird to see i don't know so much that it's like copying that as like the way they come about it because i mean it's a pretty it's just the greed thing like armored right just like, well it's a pretty generic thing but just yeah, the fact but, that like, it's also the way they approach it is very much like oh yeah very very different tones like it's like this one is serious and like has things to say about i guess insanity or something this one is just trashy and knows it and it's just gonna enjoy that and in a way the trashiness actually makes sense because of like what the movie's about yeah it's it's a bizarre movie i i don't know i i don't regret seeing it i guess it's just like this but you fantastic disaster um i don't know probably not but I can't commit to that. Kyle McLaughlin's in it. I like that dude. And he's having a terrible time, and he has since said it was, like, the worst experience ever. But it's kind of weird seeing him. I don't know. That guy's cool. <laughs> I guess. Moving on. I don't remember who else is in that movie. It's oh, it's not. It's just a bizarre disaster. That's, yeah. Um. So aside from any, like, libido reasons for seeing it, that stuff is kind of another motivator of just, like, what was this? What happened? But anyway, uh, then I watched Blair Witch Project. Um, that created a subgenre of horror, but it's not very good. So, really? Because I really didn't mind it. I don't dislike kind of the idea of it, but like just watching it, it's just so hard to not be like, wow, this is literally the easiest movie in the world to make. Yeah, definitely, but I mean, they were the first ones to really do it. I know, so I, I give full points to the idea. But like, they don't even, like, nothing happens at the end, really. Like, it's just like, right, oh... I think that's like, better. Honestly. That's I almost like, better. I really like how it ends. Because like the, the end is probably the best part of this whole movie. Okay, because like, the paranormal activity ending is kind of cheap. Like that's like that's the end part of the movie that didn't work for me. It was like the last twenty seconds, and it was just like, oh, really? You had to do that? It's because like, they for some... you too much. I know, but for some reason, I wanted just like a glimpse of something. But instead, it was just kind of like, no, what what's happening? People are stumbling around. Why is she screaming? Like, is which who's holding this camera right now? And then it was just over. Like, I was just it like... It was Heather. And then, is the one running and screaming? And then, what's his name? I think it was Michael was the one in the corner, just looking in the corner. Okay. I... Okay. I don't know. Just because the idea... the Blair Witch would make the children turn away while she killed the other ones? Mm-hmm. And then the oh. camera dropped. Like, it's easy to infer what happened, but... I, like I didn't, I it. was kind of done with it anyway, so it was like, oh, how much, okay, I'm at the 75 minute mark, people are asking me to come to supper, I gotta go, please end, okay, what, whatever, and then I just left. I will so, say, even though I like Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. I like supper and food better. Yeah, You made no, the right yeah. choice. <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, I got some pizza out of the deal, and it was okay. Oh, pizza. Oh, pizza's Okay. Um, but no, like, totally respected it for what it did and everything, but anyway. Um, then I watched The House Bunny, which, uh, Emma Stone's in it, and she okay, wears glasses. Okay, what did you think so, of this? it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I didn't dislike it. It's not good, really. It's, it's not, not that good, good, but it's really not as bad as you would think it is, right? 
Yeah, like it's a totally harmless enough little like female camaraderie movie. Yeah, it's and like there's like several fairly talented actresses in it, so that was okay. Like Emma Stone, uh, Kat, Kat Dennings, Dennings, and you know Anna Faris does a good job. You know, yeah, helming Anna the whole Ferris thing. Anna Faris is easily the funniest part of this movie, probably. Well, she's her, ridiculous. Yeah, it's her starring role. I yeah, I found myself laughing at her stupidities a couple times. Like it was just like, <laughs> like wow. the way she okay. when she meets people's names, how she remembers them. That's okay, but like just like the sincerity with which she says like the dumbest things ever. The best um, parts are where she says something dumb, and then people are like, "I think you mean this," and she's like, "No, I mean this." Blah blah blah, and it makes sense. You're like, "Wow." Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I yeah. For so there's some okay writing in this movie. On some level, yeah, I kind of liked it. Um. Then, okay, uh, just set up for this next string, I started playing the video game L.A. Noir, which, um, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. I'm going out to uh, buy it after we're done. Yeah, if, yeah, if you're a fan of, like, uh, noir stuff, like, film-wise, or the kind of more neo-noir stuff, which I'm about to get into, uh, you should probably play this game, because it's really good at doing that. It's pretty awesome. Um, so I watched L.A. Confidential, and that movie is pretty awesome. One obviously, yeah. Um, it's yeah. That movie's really great. I I watched it like six months ago too, and I just watched it again, and it's still really great. And the cast is really good. I don't know, Kevin really. Spacey, right? Kevin right. Spacey's good in it. Um, James Cromwell's mad tall, and that was like the first time I realized that. Uh, Russell Crowe, and probably my favorite Guy Pierce role ever, because I don't dislike him at all in it. He's kind of great. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Any questions or? <laughs> uh, no. Actually, just a little piece of trivia. That was the first DVD I ever watched on my first PS2 ever when it came out. There you go. Good. Good choice. Um. Oh, I guess the one thing is every time I see it, it does kind of remind me like this one Best Picture, right? And then I like, oh no, Titanic won, and then it just makes me sad. Uh. But Titanic yeah. as a movie though was a lot more involved than that LA Confidential though. What do you mean? Like as a what movie, are you talking about? as like what it became. Oh, like as a phenomena, yes. Yeah, but so like, like as a piece of quality storytelling, it, even though it's not the better film. I guess if it's a popularity contest, but in terms of like just actual like just script writing and everything, and like acting as an ensemble and everything, like dude, whatever. I like confidential I mean, dude, is so good. All awards are popularity contests. I know, I just, I do kind of, I some hope is restored by checking IMDb and appreciating that it's like a full point higher, you know? Like, like, like LA Confidential will last, Titanic's already fading, so, yay. Until they make Titanic 3D. Yeah, I don't know. There'll be a brief resurgence, um, but okay. I will probably go watch it. Then I watched The, the Two Jakes, which okay. uh, is the sequel to Chinatown. Um, and I guess everything you've heard about it is true. It's not that good. It's it's kind of depressing. It's kind of disappointing. Yeah, you were saying it's really slow. Yeah, it's like two hours and 17 minutes. The core mystery at the heart of it kind of is just a continuation of whatever leftovers were still going on in Chinatown. But, like, how could it be bad? It has Jack Nicholson and Harvey Keitel. I wouldn't... I, I don't know if i go so far as to say it's bad. It's just not very good. Like, it's just a completely passable movie. Like, Jack is having a good time. Harvey Keitel yeah. is actually really good in it. He's just not in it very much. But he has some... He has, like, the best scenes, I would say, belong to him. 
Uh, Jack is fine, and, like, he had a lot of investment in this project. Like, he directed it and everything. But you can just kind of, like, his character, Jake Giddix, Giddis, Giddis, yeah, is just kind of depressed the whole time. And it's just kind of hard to get caught up in anything because he's just like, oh. you know, he's just, like, moping around. So, yeah, it was not as engaging as I was hoping. It was kind of tough to fight through. Um, it's too bad, you know, like, it, it's, it's kind of lack of reputation is totally fine, like, totally understandable. On the subject of noir-type films, what did you think of Brick? I, it, it was another one of those movies that was probably talked up too much before I saw it. Dude, I've, you gotta stop talking to people. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean to see it again, but just, like, it just struck me as kind of just a gimmicky thing. Okay, like, what you have like, to do is rent it, and, like with your newfound love or obsession with noir, watch it with a different, like, viewpoint. It's but it's still... But can you... Like, wouldn't you still say it's kind of gimmicky, though? It's just like, whoa, what if we did a Raymond Chandler-like noir, but with high school kids? No, and it is like, totally gimmicky as hell. I know, it and I like, really could not well get past still. that. Like, I didn't care about the mystery at the heart of it, because I was just like, oh, this is Nobody just copying all really of its moves. Of the, of the, I don't know. It's a... I don't know. I thought it was solid acting and stuff going on in it. It's pretty well, like good. the like the the mis- murder mystery stuff in LA Confidential is like compelling, you know. Whereas yeah. that was just like somebody got murdered or something. Whatever. Oh, they're gonna have like an informant type dude. Oh, they're gonna have like a crime kingpin like dude, but he's like twenty and he drives around in a van and there's a lamp. Clever. And it's just I, I don't know. I Can was it just maybe be that we're in our mid twenties watching high school students. So it just seems like too, too close to home reach, or something. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Now that we could like be legally convicted of crimes. So it's too serious or something, or what do you mean? No, like I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I'm talking about. I'm tired. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 like, I thought about re-renting it today, because I picked up some more stuff, like, I'm gonna watch Brian De Palma's Black Dahlia, despite everything I've heard, because I've heard it's not very good. I watched but 15 minutes of it, and I turned it off. It's just because, uh, L.A. Noir deals with the same kind of murder case, which I thought was really awesome, so I just was kind of, even badass. if it's, even if it's worse, then I can be like, hey, this video game is better than this movie, how about that? Think about that. Video games are here to stay, son. Like, that kind of stuff. Would you say they're art? Yes. Some of them. This is really not a discussion we should be getting into. Okay. Um. Then I watched Two Framed Roger Rabbit, because I basically yes. saw people arguing on Twitter, like, hey, which is better, Chinatown or Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And the answer is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I completely agree with you. It's probably one of my favorite movies. It's just, it's, like, so corny and goofy at times, but I just really like it. And, like, yeah, Christopher Lloyd, you does, said... it totally, like... It meant it means to do everything that it does, and I love it. Uh, I was talking with uh, someone about it today, actually, and we both—I think everybody probably agrees—where he gets like run down and then comes back up, all skinny. Yeah, that's terrifying. No, I remember. Yeah, you're right. Like you tweeted that or something, and I saw the or Facebook something, and I saw that scene as like a kid, and it was just terrifying. It was the most messed up thing ever. Like that was all I caught of that movie, and I was like, "What is this terrifying horror show?" I think and it's the way he gets up. It's just, oh my god. And not just, just, just any tune. And, yeah, it's great. Yeah. When I killed your brother, I talked just like this. It's, <laughs> he it's pops good. his eyes out and everything. Yeah, yeah. 
that end bit. His his death is pretty lame though. Like I forgot how quickly that happens. Yeah, like he's just being all menacing with his tune so blade. And it's so corny. He's just like, no, <laughs> I'm the whole time. Yeah, and he just it's whatever. It, it's still fine. I quite like that movie. That, I guess the one thing I wish I wish Robert Zemeckis would give up his terrible animation ideas and just make good movies again. Because he used to do it so well. Castaway is great. I don't know if you know. Um, everything past yeah, that, I guess. I don't. I don't enjoy it all. You know. I think they need to find a way to do a Who Framed Roger Rabbit again. Like another animation meets reality. But like well, the, well Space done. Jam. It was. I don't know. It was just so good. Maybe it's the people they had behind it. Like Bob Hoskins. Come on. Yeah. He's Space so Jam. Good in that role, dude. Space, Space Jam. Okay, I, I, I'll go out on a limb and say Space Jam was like the last great frontier on that front. I never saw Looney Tunes back in action. Should I? I don't know, but I'm gonna say no because Brendan Fraser's in it and Steve Martin. So maybe. Welcome I, to Space Jam. I do. I you're. I I, I brought it up. Dance. I love Space Jam. Space Jam's amazing. Like I. Anyway, yeah, that kind of stuff would be okay. I guess maybe it's gotten to the point where they're trying to make it more realistic, so it's like Gollum and stuff, like animation meets reality. And you know what? That is totally fine, but I want, like, cartoon animation again meets reality. Like, yeah, it's just understood, like, no, this person is a living cartoon, and they exist in this world, and it's just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, no, there's definitely room for more of that. Um, and Jessica and that was Rabbit, awesome. right? <sighs> yeah. Although, the, uh, it's not Kathleen Turner's singing voice, though, and that bothers me now, because it's just, like, so obvious. You can just tell. Oh, I just remembered that whole part with, like, uh, is it Donald and Daffy doing the battling piano? The battling piano stuff? Yeah, that's, that's, that's in there. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, like, the meeting of Disney with Warner Brothers stuff is pretty amazing. Like, Mickey Mouse and uh, Bugs Bunny just kind of hanging out. That's awesome. I don't know. That whole scene is really good. That whole movie is really good. I I, yeah, but I really love the Toontown stuff. Like, that's when I just perk up and it's just like, man. With, like, the sun and everyone singing. It's just great. Everything that happens in Toontown is pretty awesome. A droopy dog and I don't know. Um, but yeah. Spe- uh, speaking of Robert Zemeckis, let's move Okay, I'll news. follow you on that. Okay. Um, so his animation kind of techniques and such are being applied in the new Steven Spielberg film, uh, Adventures of Tintin. Yeah. Which has some ridiculous subtitle too, doesn't it? Like, I didn't see uh, it on the, the trailer. Secret Unicorn or something? Something about that. Yeah. Um, they, they released the trailer this past week, and I have, uh, somewhat mixed feelings about it. Uh, I made you watch it. What was your impression? I think it looks really good. I'm excited for it. But I'm okay. more interested in what you have to say because you're a Tintin fan. I am a Tintin fan. I read the books a bunch. Uh, watched the show. That show is pretty awesome, though. Yeah, it's good. Um, like I don't. I guess I'm not super concerned about like the writing or anything or like the cast. Sounds pretty solid. It's just the animation. Like just seeing Tintin's face at the end of that trailer just didn't look right. It just looked weird. I don't know. Like they're still not there yet. So why do you keep trying to push in this direction of, like, it's kind of like real people, but not? It's kinda... So I'm going to go out on a limb and say you would prefer it if they went just, like, a 3D version of the cartoon. Sure. Like, like just more, like, like go Pixar-y. one way or the other. 
like just yeah, like just embrace like no, this is animated and we're going to make a full-blown animated film. We're not going to do weird motion capture stuff and try to do kind of, you know, that kind of stuff cuz then it just looks it's like it's uncanny valley stuff, you know? It's just going to land square in the middle of the uncanny valley and just, I'm just going to be uncomfortable the entire time. I completely understand where you're coming from too cuz like the trailer starts off with a dog and you think it might be just like the cartoon and like mm-hmm. A 3D format with like yeah, that's head. that's that would be amazing, right? That's what kind of bothered me about the trailer because it almost seemed like they were trying not to show that stuff for the majority of it. Like it's just like, hey, here's snowy, here's the back of a person, here's like a ship, here's a here's a desert, and then at the end they're just like, and uh, hey, this is what the people are gonna look like. What do you think? And I was just like, uh, you know, like almost like they are like obligated to show just so yeah it's like like, well we need to show you the character like i i don't know if they were trying to like hold back like what is this is this tintin because it's obviously tintin i mean he's wearing the blue shirt and he's got his hair up and everything he doesn't say great snakes but you know it's him yeah but uh yeah i don't know it's just like and spielberg i mean i'm not you know to some extent i am a kingdom of the crystal skull apologist i still have yet to see it but i'm pretty sure i i like movies a lot of people hate yeah like it's it's got a lot of impressive stuff in it in some regard and um, indiana jones come on i know like there's like walking out of it the first time i saw it, i was like that was pretty great but you know i saw it three times over the course of that summer and then just kind of got fatigued and then like the internet exploded with hatred and i couldn't which help i but never get... understood because like if you think about it last crusade million year old templar guarding the Holy Grail. Come mm-hmm. on. No, but aliens, that's just silly. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, there's not a possibility of that. I believe in aliens, by the way. Anyways, go on. But the, but also, they're kind of aping, like, 1950s sensibilities because it's a new decade. Like, th- there's tons of justifications for everything they did in that movie, with the possible exception of some of the CG stuff just look kind of bad. Like and the all gophers, those movies were never meant to be, like, time realistic. pieces. I mean, they're... Just mixtures of all the best action movies from, like, the 50s and stuff. Well, it's a high camp kind of thing, yeah. Exactly. So, so like, I don't know. We could talk about internet hatred all day, so... Right. Probably but, shouldn't. like, even even though I, I'm kind of on board with that movie, like, it's still not... You know, that was the last example of Steven Spielberg working on anything that has happened, and it wasn't his strongest, I think it's safe to say. Yeah, I'll completely agree with you on that. And, I don't know. Like, I just don't know how this is going to turn out. Like, I mean, I love the characters and the subject matter. I don't like the animation stuff, because I, like, Beowulf didn't work for me, and C- Christmas Carol, you know. Beowulf just... was a huge disappointment. Yeah. Because I, I really just... like the tale of Beowulf. It's just not a technique. Actually, yeah, I grew up reading kind of an abridged kid's version of it, and Grendel, it... that's cool stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's I don't pretty know. badass, right? Like, all his adventure stuff. Yeah, no, it's classic medieval stuff, and then it's just, I don't know, something about it just, I think Angelina Jolie didn't help, not that I dislike her, but she just seemed out of place yeah. somehow. No, I agree, and, like, I'm in love with her, so that says a lot. Yeah, I just, but I, I think a lot of it can be chalked up to the animation stuff, like, it just, it's just too, it's not stylistic enough to be just inherently kind of good looking, it just looks weird. But anyway, we've harped on this enough. I'm worried about it. Check out the trailer. What do you think? Um, post it on our Twitter. Or email is fine, too. Sure. Yeah, feedback on that. Um, briefly, we're just going to talk... Uh, okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger was kind of on the verge of a big comeback. 
Yeah, a huge one, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's kind of been postponed now because of this love child thing that's happened, which, yeah. I had a love child once. Really? Wow. It's a lot of responsibility. Or is it? I guess you're shirking the responsibility, right? Is the... Well, no, things happened. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I, like, I, I was pretty sure you were kidding, and then that was last bit was given with a great deal of conviction, so I got a little concerned, but never mind. We're good. Um, I don't know. Do you want Schwarzenegger back? Is the kind of main thing? <laughs> no, like, I don't. Like, can he still do the action thing at, like, 60-whatever? Oh, he absolutely can, but I don't want him back. I want a new Schwarzenegger. I want this generation's... Schwarzenegger, Willis, I want all of them in a new form. I don't want the old guys doing their thing anymore. Maybe as, like, mentors in a movie. Yeah. Like, I d- like when he showed up in Expendables, I was kind of into that. But... It, really, it makes sense. Yeah. And I did enjoy seeing Stallone, like, throwing dudes around and stuff again. Like, that was that That's because cool. Stallone is still, like, a roid junkie. Yeah. He's huge. But... <laughs> he is huge. <sighs> yeah. You're right, we do kind of need a new generation of action stars, but, like, yeah, and I, like, having seen Around the World in 80 Days, which was, like, his last film stuff, like, his comedy stuff, I just don't, I don't know, I've never really found him that funny, like, Twins is a movie I've seen more than once for some reason, it's not that good, you know, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um... Oh. Okay, um, moving on to Lars von Trier. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with the good news, and then we'll move into what else happened. Um, he's, okay, he's working with Martin Scorsese, apparently, on this thing called the Five Obstructions Project, or whatever. Have you heard about this? I haven't, no. Okay, um, apparently it was a, like, a documentary that Trier made in 2003, uh, about uh, this, this filmmaker friend of his, Jorgen Leth. He basically challenged him to remake a movie he'd already made with uh, different kind of challenges that uh, Von Trier would pose to him. And apparently one of them in that movie was no shot could be longer than half a second. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like, just, like, throw weird kind of technique stuff at him. So, basically, it's real-life movie achievements. Sure. Like, can you tell this story given these constraints and stuff? Um, Achievement unlocked. Right, and apparently he's working with Martin Scorsese on this, so he's going to task Scorsese with make, remaking one of his films. Uh, they don't know which one yet. Uh, a lot of people are saying Taxi Driver, perhaps. Other people are speculating maybe it'll be something simpler, like one of his short movies. Um, they should try did you ever Taxi Driver. That would be crazy. Did you ever see The Big Shave? No, I didn't. It's kind of one of Scorsese's more known uh, early short films. It's messed up. Like, dude's shaving, then he cuts himself and just keeps cutting himself. And just, what oh, is I going totally on? have seen that. I didn't know yeah. that's what it was called, though. Yeah. Um. So, something along those lines. Uh, They're collaborating on this. That's kind of cool, right? I mean, interesting experiment. Pushing Scorsese into weird directions. No, I mean, that's really cool, but I gotta tell you something that's not. Mm-hmm. Hitler. Okay. You're, yes. No, you're right. So... You like, I don't want to. Do you like Lars von Trier? Okay, it's it's kind of weird because like I'm just kind of recently since Antichrist stuff, I've just been kind of like giving him any consideration because I wasn't really aware of him before. Like I've heard of Breaking the Waves and I've heard it's good. Um, Would you say that maybe you're somewhat of a fan right now? I, I, 
Uh, I don't. I'm somewhat intrigued by his films. I okay, guess. Okay, listen sure. to this. I really wanted to be a Jew, and then I found out I was a Nazi because my family was German. Mm-hmm. Wait. So, what do you think now? I'm still fine. Did you see the video? What can I say? I understand Hitler. Okay, did you see the video, though? Of course I did. I had to see that. Okay. I've, I'm honestly, like, I don't want to just be like, no, dude, he's right. But, like, I was not, I, he's clearly just failing horribly at telling a really, like, an edgy joke, you know? Yeah, no, but the worst part is he keeps digging. He keeps, yeah, he, like, also I think the problem is compounded by the fact that, like, English isn't his first language. I understand the man. Yeah. I no, sympathize I, with him. The word sympathize sounds really bad in this context, too. But He ends off with saying something like, Jews are a pain in the ass. No, Israel's, he Israel is a yeah. pain in the ass. Like, he's, he's tr- apparently the part of the story that isn't really being told is, like, the grander context of it all. Like, if you see the headlines that are coming out of this, it's ridiculous. Like, it's like, Von Trier goes on Nazi rant at Cannes, and it's just like, No, it's Whoa. totally not a rant. It, what it I is, know. is, is it's, it's clearly, like you or me being put in yeah. the spotlight. Because it's like a rambly, not, awkward not, we, moment Yeah, about we're not Nazis. public speakers. I don't think he is, too. He doesn't know what he's doing. He just No, you see talking. his mannerisms and stuff, yeah. It's just him, like, just being the most awkward, like, just like, oh, no, what do I do? Oh, I'm scared. And just, like, keeps stumbling around saying things. And, yeah, Kirsten Dunst is in the shot just looking terrified, like, just like, what? what is he doing? What? Oh, the smiling, like, just whatever. <laughs> like, it's the worst. It's the most awkward moment I've seen in quite a while. If I but, said um, that I sympathize with him at that moment, would you call me Mein Fuhrer? If you said you sympathize with, uh, with Lars von Trier? Trier at that moment, <laughs> I think I'm a Nazi. I've been dancing around it, but no, because I also sympathize. Like, I've said weird things, like, because, like, I have German heritage, too, and, like, I've been reading some stuff about, like, you know, Hitler's beginnings and whatever, and, like, the movie Downfall kind of has some sort of, okay, you know, gonna, what is this guy about? I'm going to quickly say something that okay. I, not many people know. Okay. I, I recall writing a paper in social saying that I completely understand where Hitler was coming from, and uh, I, yeah. I got such a bad response, it wasn't even funny. No, I, I know. I really it's... understand where this dude's coming from. You can never say stuff like that about him because he's he's the you know the worst thing that's ever happened. And then when you try backpedaling, you look worse. I know, like there's no way out of it once you've gone that far. Like in fact, I've I've already maybe gotten in trouble a bit here saying things. Just in my own mind, I don't want to sound weird, but it's just like you know you just think about him and how he was raised and like him trying to get into art school and stuff. Like there's there's stuff you can relate to him. Through because no matter what, Hitler, Hitler World War wasn't II complete evil. He was a human being. You have no, to I know. Like you're wa- you're looking at a human being story and how he got corrupted over time and became something awful. And like, I think he was trying to convey something along those lines because he starts mm-hmm. talking about like uh, Jewish architects and stuff to try to be like, no, whatever. I'm like talking from as an artist and whatever. Like, it's just like it's just the worst thing to get caught up in the middle of and like. Everyone kind of just wanted to get off the topic, and it's like, um, okay, can we move on to something else? But, like, at that point, it was kind of too late. End result of all of this, he's been banned from Cannes forever, <laughs> I guess. Like, 
Yeah. Apparently, yeah. like, I read up, like, a follow-up story. Like, I was like, wow, that's kind of harsh. I mean, it's like banning a comedian for just bombing terribly, you know? Like... Like I get um, that the joke was tasteless. The, the joke was Richards tasteless. Situation. Yeah, like I mean, it, it, they kind of did, I guess, in a sense too. You haven't really seen him since then on yeah, anything. Yeah, that killed his career. Yeah, but although actually no, he was in the Curb episodes after, and they kind of make mention of it. It's kind of yeah, funny. but he kind of has to be. I know because they're reuniting the Seinfeld cast, so like I know like, he so, has to be but there. They play with that kind of thing that happened quite well though that that episode's really good yeah um yeah what, what was i going with like um your oh right Nazi how extreme it was right france apparently it's illegal to say anything anti-semitic so okay they judge that as that and they're just like no your persona non grata you have to you're not allowed here anymore and he's since been like okay i mean i i I've had this reputation already as being, like, a provocateur, so that's cool, I guess. Yeah, like, it's hard to get mad at the guy for doing something like that when he does a movie like Antichrist. I know, like, he's already just like, so he's already out there. pushing the boundaries everywhere. Consciously, so, like, yeah. And then to... <laughs> it isn't, but it was kind of, like, accidental, I guess. is It wasn't interpreted the right way, really. It's... I, like, yeah, can we sympathize with Lars von Trier? And not be, be Nazis. demonized or whatever, because <laughs> like, oh, it's such a messy situation. Like, it's just such a off, like, taboo topic, I guess, to say anything remotely positive about him at all. So, how yeah. long? How long until Hitler's funny? I don't like. I thought we already got there when like Mel Brooks was joking around about it in like the producers in like the sixties. No, like, dude, only Abraham Lincoln's funny now. So, I mean, I think we still have a few years. I don't even... What? Okay. People but, like, he's been the subject of satire and stuff. Like, so you can make fun of him, but you can't... Talk about but him. But I, I need to see Downfall now just to know, like, what that movie's tone and message is. Because, like, that's interesting in that it's just, like, this movie is about him, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. So... You know what? How do you make a movie that stars like about a person without being completely, you know, at least somewhat even-handed about it? You know, that would seem to be the challenge, because totally. he's your protagonist in this scenario. That's yeah, I gotta see that. Isn't that the, yeah? That's the director of uh, Silent Hill. So weird. Anyway, uh, Lars von Trier. I'm gonna watch Dancer in the Dark as a result of this. Just see what that's about. You know, go see some more of his films. Um, and I was interested in Melancholia, like, before all this happened. Like, the trailer and stuff looked really cool, so... Well, I mean, it still looks really cool. I know. It. You're right. It still does. Stop, you know, this doesn't change anything, other than some people's perception of <laughs> him so, as a person. So I think we'll go see Melancholia, and we'll be called Nazis? Maybe? I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll play here. Like, I, it's yeah. still in competition technically, but its odds of winning anything are severely hindered now. Definitely. Um, yeah. And, and all right. Uh, so, what's your choice for this week? I guess. What is your recommendation? Um, we'll end on that. The Exorcist. Really? Okay. Just to spite you. Just to spite. Okay. I guess I should say which cut because I watched the version you've never seen. You know, the longer one. Whatever. Is cut that you not the one to see? On. 
because both of them are awesome. Like three parts. So okay. Um. Okay. Uh, I guess my like legit like on the level recommendation is LA Confidential. Okay. Um, awesome. Tangentially, you should play uh, LA Noir. I'm definitely going to. I'm gonna try to get out of here and do that tonight. And the trashy gem of the week goes to Showgirls, because man, that's unlike anything. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna change my answer to a serious one, not to okay. spite you, but because okay. I really like it. Obviously, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, there you go. So, watch it's a lineup of stuff to watch. Yeah, same with Ali Confidential. Watch it again if you've seen it. It's really good. I don't good. own that movie. I should go buy it. You should. Like, I kind of realized a while ago, oh man, I gotta buy that, and then I did. And I didn't regret it, because I needed to watch it in a pinch, and it happened. Um, but anyway, um, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, sorry, it was primarily me talking, but uh, Paul needs to get on his movie watching. Um, I'm sorry. Put life on hold again. I'm no, sorry, it's fine. everybody. Everybody. Fair- okay. And uh, we gotta go, so uh, catch you next week here on the mountaintop. See ya. The time was again When I get through this day Can someone tell me how And how much longer now Am I Longer now, am I?